Oh, boy. It's finally happened. I've been avoiding it for a long time, but uh, I had to do it. Uh, We got a call from Charlie Lee down at the Moonglow restaurant just off exit 84 on the Harland Highway. He wants me to go visit him. So today on the show, I'll be dropping by Charlie Lee's Moonglow restaurant to talk with the owner, Charlie Lee. Who knows what he wants? God bless him. Also, uh, we're going to be talking uh, about yellow lights. Do you drive through yellow lights? How dare you? How dare you drive through yellow lights? It's, it's crazy. Why do we do it? Why do we drive through the yellow lights? That will be the Harland Highway question of the day. And then we're going to take a call from a pavement pounder. We are talking about the Clintons and people lying. And a pavement pounder called in and decided to confess to a lie. And, of course, we talk about that, but then that opened up the whole door with the new Clinton lying scandal. Hillary Hillary Clinton has been charged with uh, deleting all kinds of important government emails on the eve of announcing her run for the presidency. Should we trust her? Do we like that? We're going to find out. It's all here, right here, and I'm telling the truth. This is the Harland Highway. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce the Harland Highway. I promise you, I will please you all. Believe me. What is he like? What's he like anyway? Oh, he's an angel. He's an angel straight from heaven. You're gonna need a bigger potion. You're listening to Harland Williams. Why don't you give me a name and a face? And a reason why! Oh man, what do you expect? You guys kick along, man! <laughs> it's over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! You just don't turn it off! You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Weird. Just plain weird. You know what I mean? I'm still alive. I'll tell you what I won't give you, you muckers! I won't give you the satisfaction of saying that I'm sorry! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Oh, you get your money for it, believe me. Well, uh, Roger's telling me that we're going to start the show off um, with, okay. All right, so I might as well put the stuff on. No point in recording some stuff now. All right, so we'll, we'll, it sounds like our old friend Charlie Lee, who owns the Moonglow Restaurant just down the road, the Moonglow Chinese Restaurant, He's complaining because he hasn't seen me for a while, and he wants me to come in. I guess he feels like my my appearances at his restaurant are good publicity for for his uh, his establishment. So, all right, let's cut, and then I'm gonna go down there, uh, Raj, and then I'll hook you back in with the live feed. Okay. All right. So it's gonna be just uh well it won't be a gap for you guys because we're gonna we're gonna cut you in but uh, I'm gonna take off right now and when you pick us up next we'll be at uh, the Moonglow Restaurant Chinese Restaurant uh, just down the road from our office building okay let's do it Rod C- cut it oh boy here we go walking into Charlie Lee's Moonglow Restaurant where is he where are Hey, there he is. Hey, Charlie. Hey, how you do, funny guy? Well, I, I'm doing good. Why you not come around here for such a long time? What Charlie smell? No, you don't. You don't smell Charlie, but 
I've been busy. I've been working on the podcast. Yeah, well, Charlie been working on new recipe. I got honey nut fried shrimp with coconut oil. Honey nut fried shrimp with coconut oil. What, you yodeler? You stand on mount? You say what Charlie say? Why, why you gotta do that? Well, no, I was just repeating what you... Yeah, that's what yodel do. You go on the mount and you yell. You yodel. Can, can you shut the music off? I can't hear myself. Okay, you don't tell Charlie Lee what to do at the Moon Grove restaurant. Okay, Charlie Lee owned this place, okay? You don't come marching in here like, uh, you know, Beverly Hillbilly and tell Charlie Lee how to play the music in his praise. What, marching here like the Beverly Hillbillies? You know what Charlie Lee mean, funny guy? Always cracking joke. I wasn't cracking a joke, Charlie. All I said was, can you turn the house music down? Oh, what next? You want Charlie to pull out pen and paper and write you a love story on a book? What? Don't want me. Listen, you're the one that asked me to come down here. What's going on? Okay, you do podcasts, right? Yes, I do the podcast. Okay, so you have many friends. You always interviewing celebrity and so on, whatnot, and so forth. By the way, before Charlie get any further, can I offer you some honey glazed berry, funny guy? Uh, you know, it's too early in the day for honey glazed berry, funny guy. No, I don't. I don't want honey glazed. Spare ribs, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of busy. Oh, you got no time for your old friend Shari Ree at the old Moon Girl restaurant, huh, funny guy? Oh, your celebrity friend? What? Your celebrity friend? Celebrity friends. That's what Charlie Lee say. What you got? Pottery bond candle in your ear? What do you want, Charlie? Oh, now you're going to raise voice in my kitchen. You're going to spoil the shrimp. What do you mean I'm going to spoil the shrimp? Well, shrimp very sensitive critter. They live under the water. Yeah, they live under the water. So you raise your voice. You spoil shrimp. Go rotten. Charlie Lee get lawsuit for serving poison shrimp. Okay. What do you want? Charlie Lee want to know if you get Charlie Lee new I want. What? You got all kind of connections. Charlie Lee, all you know with the podcast. You got all kind of connecting cerebri. You get Charlie Lee new iWatch. I, what do you? How am I gonna get you an iWatch? Cause you know everyone. You got prod prayer. Just cause I have a podcast. Oh, don't make funny guy make excuse for Charlie Lee. I'm not making excuses. Okay, good. Charlie Lee want iWatch. What, uh, Charlie? No, 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 what, 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 Chari? Chari wanna eyewash. Okay, how am I supposed, you know how to get it, funny guy. Don't look at me in the eye with your round eyes. How dare you look into Charlie Lee's slanty eyes when, with your big round eyes. My eyes much better than your slanty, much better than round. Okay, you know what? People get sensitive when you start throwing around the shape of eyes. I know it's not a big deal, but oh, so now you backpedaling on Chari, huh? No, I'm just saying 
Well, I, I don't even care. You brought it up. Why should I care if you say you got slanty eyes? Yeah, that's right, because I do round eye. Okay, now I'm feeling a bit abused. You shouldn't say round eye to me. Oh, why not? What, you got round eye, don't you, funny guy? Yes, so you are round eye. Oh, God. I can't get you. Why do you want an eye watch? Well, because it do everything Char- for Charlie. I hear I watch do just about everything. Well, it basically tells time at the end of the day. Oh, no. No, no, no. I, wa- I watch Charlie Lee get watched to cook food for buffet. Charlie go to casino. Wait a minute. You want the iWatch to cook the food in here where you run down to the casino? Bingo, funny guy. <laughs> I don't see what's so funny. Because Charlie Lee down at casino having beer, smoke a cigarette. Well, all of a sudden, iWatch in here stirring a wonton, sizzle the beef, deep fried a green bean, honey curry the mushroom. Making a dinner number five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know this stuff. Okay, an iWatch is not going to cook Chinese food. Oh, up yours with a rubber hose, funny guy. Listen, no, I want iWatch. iWatch walking my dog when I'm at the Moon Grow restaurant, working with my customers. Your iWatch is not going to walk your dog. And I want iWatch to make love love. What? Sometimes my wife get all fired up when Charlie Lee come home late at night from Moongo restaurant. She wants to make fancy rub rub. She wants to make love love? Yeah, that's what it's called, funny guy. What, you never make love love? Probably not. Look at your face. Whoa, easy. Big round eye. No good like that. Would you stop, stop making fun of my eyes, Charlie Lee? So I wa- I watch to make love to my wife, and then I wanted to walk my dog. I wanted to make food, wonton soup, sweet and sour soup. I watch stirring. Okay, you know what? This is going nowhere. I'm out of here. Oh, where you go, funny guy? I'm going where it's somewhere sane. Okay, well, you work on it for Charlie Lee. You get I watch for Charlie Lee here. You take some honey-fried butterfly shrimp for the road home, okay? Funny guy. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Oh, don't look so grateful. Hope a piano drop on your face. Hey, watch it. Okay, I'll see you later, okay? Give me the eye watch. Yeah, okay, Charlie Lee, whatever. Up yours, funny guy. Good Lord. No wonder I never come in here anymore. Up yours. You give me the eye watch, son bitch. Charlie Lee throw hot honey garlic shrimp oil in your face. Motherfucker. Unreal. I'm getting back to the studio. What a joke. Guy wants me to get him an eye watch. Unreal. And then maybe eye watch could give Charlie Lee foot massage. Hour-long foot massage with Charlie Lee watch terror vision. Charlie Lee watch Moody She Wrote with Angela Lansbury. Well, I watch give Charlie Lee foot massage. And then I watch go and wash Charlie Lee's car. Brand new Ford Focus. I watch. And then we go, maybe we go to movie together. Come back. Come back.
Goodbye, Charlie. God, what a waste. I'll see you back at the studio, moron. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Hey, Harlan, I was listening to your show, and you had a bit uh, with uh, Bill Clinton on there, and I thought it was hilarious. But you were talking about how uh, that opened the gate for a lot more people lying and stuff like that, and I, I kind of had a personal story about when I lied once, and I just thought it was interesting because it was a moment when I was young, I was at work, and uh, my boss had, uh, we had ran out of these drill bits and toolbox, and I went over to the manager, and I said, hey, uh, we're all out of these tools, uh, we need to get some more of these. And he goes, oh, did you check? And I had checked several hours prior, so I said, yes. And then he said, did you check recently? And I said, yes, but that was kind of fib. And uh, he goes, really? And so he walks me over to the toolbox and he goes, show me what tool you're speaking about. And and so I open the toolbox and I'm like, well, there they are. I, I thought I, you know, I, clearly I was caught red-handed lying. And I tried to, for a second, save face and say, oh, well, I looked in the wrong drawer, I guess. And he goes, no, you, no. I'm like, well, there they are. I, I thought I, you know, I, clearly I was caught red-handed lying. You know, I... I stopped my I said, look, and I'm being a complete idiot. I should have just been straightforward with you from the beginning. I don't even know why I even told that lie. You know what I mean? So it was a funny story because I kind of realized that people save face. They try to save face in, in, in their attempt to. They end up looking foolish, and I see it all the time. Uh, I have conversations with people where sometimes it seems like they could be getting a little far-fetched, a little stretch of the truth, and it's all okay, but, you know, um, there are moments where, hey, you know, come on, don't don't lie. Make this easy. Just tell me the truth. What's going on here? And uh, I think that people have, like, a, a pride and in, to, to the point to their own detriment, you know, it's like a counterproductive pride that they save face in this fashion. So anyways, uh, I won't waste any more of your time, but I uh, just thought I'd share a little story with you. Have a good one. Chicken chow mein, dude. There, see, you, you touched on a key word, pride. And here's where I think the water gets muddy. You said that people have too much pride, so they lie. But see, lying isn't got anything to do with pride. Lying is kind of cowardly. The pride comes, and I hope I can help you reverse this in your brain, the pride comes in telling the truth. I don't think you can associate the word pride with lying. Yes, people are proud, but lying doesn't protect their pride. Lying doesn't make them prouder. What's a great example of pride is telling the truth. I don't know if you've ever been caught in a lie. And all of a sudden, you just said, you know what? Okay. And I think you said you did it here with with your drill bits. You're like, you know what? I I lied. I lied. I don't know why. I feel like an idiot. I'm so sorry. You know, it it just was a dumb thing to do. I was panicked. I was confused. I was scared. I thought I could get away. Whatever it is. I think all of us have confessed to a lie. And let me ask you this, everybody listening. How good does it feel? 
even if it's horrible, even if it's heinous. I think you even see it on on court TV when when people, you know, hardened criminals, murderers finally confess to their murders and their crimes. The the weight of the world is lifted off their shoulders, even if just for a, a moment they still have to live with what they did. But but there 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 is a there is a real uh, a real moment of clarity and and pureness when you let go of the lie. And so the pride has to be that you have enough enough dignity and enough honor for the people around you, enough self-respect and enough respect for other living people that you take pride in revealing the truth. And that's where the word pride, because pride kind of wells up from within you. Pride is something you should stick your chest out for. And if you can be man or woman enough to crawl out from under your rock and crawl out from behind your deception and just be honest and go, you know what, I'm going to show some pride. I'm going to tell the truth and let the chips fall where they may. No one else perpetrated the lie. It was my lie. I lied. And so I must deal with the consequences. But in doing so, at least I can keep my self-respect, my self-dignity, my pride by telling the truth. So thank you for your call. Thank you for your confession. And uh, it kind of opened up another level to these Clinton lies. And and I, I hate to bring this up, but I'm going to. Now we're faced with a whole new wall of Clinton lies. And before anyone tries to label me anything, I'm not Democrat, I'm not Republican. I tell you this all the time. I I value and, and rate and judge people on their behavior, on who they are, on what they say, on what they do. I don't care what party you're with. I would always vote for the person that I think was the, the best for the job, the most honorable the most deserving. And so here we are with Hillary Clinton, who seems to be, in my mind, hell-bent on get gaining the presidency. And I, I feel like at this point in time, it's just a, a career goal. I feel like she wants to put the Clinton name back on the White House. And that's just me with my personal analysis. But there, there's something about her I've just never liked. But now we're in this situation where she she's possibly going to announce running for president. If she hasn't already, I'm not 100% sure. I didn't watch the news the last few days. But um, now she's involved in this situation where she was the Secretary of State. She's supposed to do all her emailing through the government email. She sets up her own email server. She starts to get questioned in the Benghazi incident and and some other incidents. Um, she is subpoenaed for the emails. The State Department wants all her emails from her government, from her server, all emails uh, that are done by her on, on a government server are the property of we the people. Of the, of the government, of we the people. So as you know, Hillary went around the system, set up her own personal server, 
at, at her husband's ranch. Of course, Bill's tied to this somehow. And uh, when they asked her for all the emails from when she was Secretary of State, when she was working for us, she went in and decided she would only give give over a certain amount. She gave over 55000 but decided to delete 35000 claiming that they involved uh, personal things like yoga classes and Chelsea's wedding and holiday plans with Bill. So she decided what to send and what to delete, which, which blows my mind. So first of all, she broke protocol by setting up her own server, not using a government server, and then she was under investigation. She was asked to turn over all the emails while she was under investigation. She failed to do so, and it's just come out recently that she had all these emails and that she's deleted a whole bunch of them. And, and the you know, the underlying factor here is that a lot of those emails go back and pertain to the Benghazi incident where four Americans, including an ambassador, was killed, was murdered by... by Radicals in what they claim to be a organized terrorist attack. But Hillary went out and told the world that the, the, the whole attack took place because uh, the Muslim world was upset about a, a wacky anti-Muslim video on YouTube. And so I'm sure you know bits and pieces of the story. I don't want to get into it because suddenly I sound like I'm a polit- uh, you know, I'm I'm being political and I'm against Hillary. No, here's here's what I'm against. I'm against someone running for office and it seems like a lot of them do it. It drives me nuts under shady circumstances. Why would you why would you elect someone that that before she's even announced her candidacy is keeping secrets, hiding stuff, deciding what to show us and what not to show us. Whether they're personal or not, they can get an independent committee in or, or the FBI or someone that where it's not political and have them determine and read through all the emails and see what's what. And the reason why I'm upset is because because apparently she washed her server clean. Apparently, she, and by this is by her own admission, she deleted thir- like 35,000 emails that she claimed were personal. But see, the, here's, the, here's the rub. That's not up to her to do. And without getting too uh, into the Constitution, we the people elect our public officials. We pay their salaries. They answer to us. We own those emails. And God forbid there is some hanky-panky where Hillary's covering up, uh, you know, some failures that might have been on her watch during the Benghazi uh, incident. Then shame on her. She has to, as I said, she has to stand up and take, take accountability for what she did. And if she didn't do anything, then why is she hiding stuff? What what is what is so um telling 
if an independent investigator uh, reads some some emails about her yoga or her her uh, dance class or Chelsea's wedding, it just seems to me that she she's clearly going out of her way to evade people. It seems like she's she's lying. It seems like she's hiding. It seems just it's really really shady. What why do you why do you set up your own email server and why do you delete thousands and thousands of emails and why do you wash your server clean if you're not hiding anything? Why do you de- deny investigators and the public a look at those emails that the public has the right to see. I know it seems like it's infringing on her privacy. It seems like it's it's being nosy, but that she she's a public servant. That's the bottom line. We 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 are constitutionally supposed to have access to all that stuff. The government isn't supposed to hide stuff like that from its constituents. So anyways, it's 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 already sounding heavy-handed, but I I'm just God, I I what what I hate is that, you know, I I watch the news and people on CNN and Fox and CNBC they say, well, it doesn't matter whoever likes Hillary already likes Hillary and they don't care about the emails. You know, they they're, they're going to vote for her anyways. And I'm like, why? What why why why? Why do you want to vote for someone? That isn't up front that might have might might have a lot of bad judgment, might not be the right person for the job. And I'd say the same thing if it was Mitt Romney or George, George Jeb Bush or Barack Obama or Ronald Reagan. I don't care what party you're with. I don't want to vote for a guy. Or a girl that's crawling with mistrust. and Why am I going to be so blind? Because all I want to do is win? You know, one of the things I really liked about Barack Obama when he ran the first time is he came in and he was such a clean guy. Like, he didn't have any any weirdness attached to him. He didn't have any, any uh, you know, kind of untrustworthy characteristics. He didn't have any shady past. And I really liked that. That's why I like Barack Obama. I, I would have voted for him the first time because, you know, here was a guy with a clean slate and full of promise. And, and we all felt, and I think that's why he became president, we all felt that he was going to do great things and he wanted to do great things and he, he didn't feel like a sleazy, dirty liar. And Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton have been kicking around Washington all these decades and... God, they just feel like scumbags to me. And again, if they were Republican, I'd say the exact same thing. So don't give me any of your oh, you just don't like you just don't like the Democrat. No, I couldn't give a crap. Like I said, I base people on their actions. So who knows? Maybe these emails will come out and they're perfectly clean. Maybe they are about yoga. Maybe they are about Chelsea's wedding. Okay, fine. But let the people see them and decide. And if they are about something else, if they are about that Hillary Clinton totally bungled and effed up Benghazi and lied to the American people, lied to the public, lied to Congress, 
about how she handled Benghazi, then do you really want her as your president? A freaking liar? And a person hiding stuff? And being a con artist and deceptive? Is that, is that who you... You don't think you can do better than that? And again, I don't care if, it, if it's Democrat or Republic. I'm just saying do better. Ugh. It is very sad. So I hope, I hope people don't just blindly stumble into any candidate just because they're the candidate. They're the chosen one. They're the one that won the nomination. They're the one we've been waiting for. Ooh, we've got to have a, a, a woman president for the first time. Ooh, the Clinton legacy. We've got to get the, ooh, Hillary's been around for so long. It's her time. Ooh, Hillary, no. Let's look at, uh, let's look at the whole picture, gang. You really want Hillary? Good Lord, I feel sorry for you if you do. I'd, I'd rather look through the Democratic Party and find someone a lot cleaner, a lot more respectable. Yuck. Anyways, there you go. I'm going to leave it right there. You decide. Keep watching the news. Follow it. See where it lands. But I ain't liking what I'm seeing as of today. I could take it all back down the road, but right now... I smell a fish. I smell a dirty, dirty fish. I think that people have like a, a pride and in, to, to the point to their own detriment, you know, it's like a counterproductive pride that they save face in this fashion. The Harlan Highway question of the day. Okay, the question of the day is a simple one. Most of you drive and I need to know, do you know what a yellow light is? Do any of you know what a yellow light is? How many of you have just rolled on through a yellow light? Or worse yet, the yellow lights already happened, but the color yellow registered in your brain, so you thought, well, I should still keep going. The light turned red just now, but just a second ago was a yellow light, so that means I can go right through. I find people more and more are really riding the yellow light. It's almost like like budding in line. If you're standing in line, it's almost like budding in line. It's uh, it's crazy. And and a buddy of mine, when I was g- coming up through the ranks in Canada doing stand-up, there was a buddy of mine. I can't remember his name, but he was a funny guy, and he used to do a joke. This isn't my joke. This is his joke. He used to do a joke, and he'd talk about how wasn't it crazy when you'd go through a yellow light and you'd really push it? You go, oh, man, I'm just going to make it through that yellow light. And, like, you get through that yellow light and it's it's red halfway through the intersection. You're like, whoa, that was stupid, man. Why the hell did I do that? I could have been killed. And then you look in your rearview mirror <laughs> and there's a guy behind you that came through the yellow light after you. And you're like, what the... That's what it's getting like, man. It's like, it seems like more and more people are, are riding through those yellow lights. And I'm guilty of it too, man. It's like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll be driving, okay? The light will be green. I'm like the length of a football field from the intersection. I can see the light up ahead, okay? 
So now I'm I'm uh, I'm three quarters of the way from the football field, and all of a sudden I see the the green turn to yellow, and I'm like, oh well, I'm still way back here, but it's yellow, so I'll speed up. Sometimes, every now and then, and I try to make the yellow light. Whereas you know you're kind of supposed to when you see the yellow light, you're supposed to stop. Or slow down and wait. But but I find nowadays more and more people, when they see the yellow, they're like moths. Ever see moths flocking to a light bulb in the middle of the night? We must get to the light. We must get to the light. We must. I don't know what we'll do with the light. We will. Let's bash our big eyes against the light. Let's smash our foreheads against the light. I don't know why they go to the light, but that's what what us humans become. We're like driving moths. We've got we, we're all drawn to the yellow light. We've got to get through the yellow light. And you know it's dangerous. Maybe that's it. Maybe we're we're like the GoPro thrill seeker society. It's like you know because we're we're trapped in the city. We're at our offices. We're going to dinner. We're going to meetings. Maybe we have a, a hidden like like a danger-seeking gene inside of us. And we have to get an adrenaline rush throughout the day. So the only only real thing that can kind of push our adrenaline is that yellow light. Oh, my God. I just came from the most boring lunch from Dave. Now I've got to get back to the office and do the briefing. I'm just so bored. Oh, my God. Is that a yellow light? It's like... It's the only thing that gives us a thrill during the day. And then the other thing is you go through the yellow light, you, you look in the rearview mirror, and if there's nobody following you, you get to see all the suckers at the stoplight that didn't go through the yellow light. And you just kind of watch them get smaller and smaller in your rearview mirror. You're like, ah, those guys didn't get through the yellow light. I did. <laughs> And you're all proud of yourself, right, until you get to the next red light and all the people that didn't make it through your yellow light pull up right behind you at the new red light. Burned. So you can't win. That's it. That's it. That's like a moth. You know, a moth's just, it's pointless. You just bash your head against a light bulb. You get light bulb burn. You get light bulb headaches. There's no point. So... Careful with the uh, yellow lights. I had to ask because this is the Harland Highway question of the day. The Harland Highway question of the day. All right, so there it was. Let's let's close up shop for another fabulous episode. Um, let's do a few, few announcements here, player. Okay? We're going to do a few announcements. Um, what do we got going on here? Uh, let's see. We got some stand-up comedy. I hope you like that. Uh, I'm going to be in uh, Nova Scotia, Halifax, Nova Scotia, April 22nd, one night only at the Halifax Comedy Festival. So it's a Wednesday night. Good way to split up your week. And then the next night, April 23rd through the 25th, yours truly will be in Connecticut at Comics with an X at the Foxwoods Casino. Going to be a great time. I've never been out there. I hear it's a great club. 
And then the following week, April 30th to May 2nd, I'll be at Yuck Yucks in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. So get your tickets for that. Then in May, May 7th to the 10th, I'll be at uh, Helium in Buffalo, New York. And then back on the West Coast, uh, May 21st to the 24th uh, in San Diego at the American Comedy Co. So a lot of great stuff coming up. Come on out and catch the kid in action. And we will rip it up, baby. We will rip it up. Um, Check out the website, harlanwilliams.com. You can find my stand-up comedy tour schedule there. You can actually book your tickets right online. Uh, Also, while you're there, uh, check out our web store. we got a lot of great uh, merchandise in there to make you laugh, make you style, keep you styling, baby. Um, Also, if you want to call me, you can call me, 323-739-4330. Maybe you want to confess to a lie. Maybe you want to be get your pride, get your pride up and tell me your lie. You can leave it on the voicemail like like the drill bit guy did. Or if you just want to write me, uh, you can write me at harlowwilliams.com on our contact uh, page and um, all that fun stuff. So uh, check it out. Check me out. Uh, if you want to join my Twitter page, I'm at Harlan Williams on Twitter. And please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, that is on the website as well. It's down at the bottom of the homepage. You just click the button and you will get my wacky free videos every time I post them. So hopefully provide you with more chuckles as we go along. Um, and that's it, man. That's it. Um, glad you could be here. Tell your friends to get on the Harland Highway. And you know the drill. Until next time, chicken, chow mein, baby. She wants to make love love. Yeah, that's what it's called, funny guy. What, you never make love love?